Shut up and sit down. Greetings from the heartland of America, Guthrie, Oklahoma, and Hoboken Coffee Roasters. This is the Bold Leadership Podcast, where we are building bold leaders to solve tomorrow's toughest challenges. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for taking the time. The Bold Leadership Podcast is published every Tuesday for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.exsin.co. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud favorites. You can also follow us on Twitter at The Bold Leaders and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. And now, here are your hosts, former Air Force pilot, commander, and business owner Dave Evans with his partner in crime, former combat controller, wealth advisor, and deal maker extraordinaire, Phil Nichols. Let's get into the show. Well, welcome to Bold Leadership. I'm extremely excited to have a, a hero, an Air Force hero, a veteran, a leader, a man that I have known for a long time. We spent a lot of time together when we were younger. Uh, John was born into the Air Force. He had the privilege of growing up and being influenced by parents and siblings who love the Air Force. Uh, he attended the Air Force Academy, graduated in 1995, was a member of some of the greatest Falcon football teams of all time, stud running back, and he scared me in practice, I'm not going to lie. Um, I didn't like him hitting me, it hurt, uh, and I still suffer today from um, the the horror of him running at me, um, which is why I was a long snapper and not a defender anymore. He, he spent 24 years in the Air Force. He was a graduate of the Fighter Weapons School and an instructor at the United States Air Force Fighter Weapons School. Um, he commanded two squadrons, um, uh, and we shared combat time together in the Middle East, commanding squadrons together. Uh, He is an incredible leader, and in February, he'll be kicking off the Leadership as a Domain podcast, Real Talk with Real Leaders, and if you do not think of anything else today, I want you to write that down and find that podcast in February because it's going to be amazing. John, it is super cool to have you here. It's great to see you again, brother. Uh, Looks like things are going well in uh, Vegas. They are. So thanks for the uh, one. Thanks for the, the commercial right now. Yeah, I'm out here in Vegas just on a, on a business trip. I, I, my last assignment was here. So I'm just out here for a couple of days. But man, thank you very much for allowing me to do this. And uh, I got a full disclosure, you know, you and, and watching your podcast on, on LinkedIn, listening to it sort of gave me the spark like, man, I can't imagine how many people you know, Snapper is, is reaching with this. So so thank you. And appreciate you letting me still have a document my source there. Well, as you know, we all help each other and we grow together and that's how you build a better world. And as, as you know, I think both of our commitment is to make our country one of the best countries in the world by taking care of people and developing young people into great leaders and companies, right? Amen. So John is the founder of the Roan Consulting and Coaching Group. Um, and let's talk a little bit. Let's start off. Tell us a little bit about Roan Consulting and Coaching Group because I know you've kicked it off and you're doing great things. Let's talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. You know, when it was time to retire from the Air Force, I did the typical search. What do I want to do when I grow up? And nothing really grabbed me, grabbed my heart and grabbed my passion. Um, The last few years on active duty, I was privileged to go TDY or go on the road and start talking to people about leadership and leadership development. Some of this started back when we were squadron commanders. Um, I screwed up as much as you probably could in 24 years. And I realized that part of the reason that I was able to command a few times and command as a, at, a, at a group level was because people, well, shared lessons, took me under their wing and said, here's how you need to fix it. So I thought, what better way to pay it forward than to teach people the lessons that I messed up or share some of the successes. So um, I'm right now laser focused on the military crowd because I, I, that's my way of staying connected. 
Uh, I think that I still have uh, an ability to make impact there. Uh, and it's fun to watch people and the light bulbs turn on. So my, that's Roan Coaching and Consulting is, is to teach and enthusiastically unlock the leadership potential of other people. Wow. Wow. So I'm going to share, I'm going to share this with you and you're going to find this as you step, as you transition or you grow your audience to the civilian sector, there is a dire need for people like you in organizations, helping companies build better teams. I'm just going to tell you right off the bat. It, it is a, it is crazy. The difference that you have had the perspective you have compared to what we see externally in our civilian sector. So um, great audience. So let me ask a question. What is the biggest value you add to organizations you work with? Oh, so I think our value proposition is one, we've experienced it. Uh, Coming from a brand new, young, arrogant guy who felt like he knew everything (laughs) to somebody pulling me aside and said, I think you have something. But man, nobody's going to want to follow you if you don't fix your act Um, to being a part of an Air Force who gave me a second chance and said, all right, fix your stuff. Um, So I think what I add different than a lot of coaches or consultants is the fact that one, I've lived it. So I I am a product of what I'm trying to teach and coach. Um, And number two, it's the throughout the Air Force, the Air Force has said you can now go have the privilege of leading and building um, high performing teams. So I saw it from the guy getting developed. Uh, I was privileged to develop other people. And I think those experiences are the, the difference maker of what we bring or what the company brings to businesses and organizations and teams. Uh, no, no doubt. Um, there is a dire need for development in organizations and they don't have that perspective, right? I mean, in the, in the civilian sector, you screw up, you get fired. They don't care. Right. Right. And in, in our life growing up, you screw up, you get smacked in the head a couple of times, but Yanks it out and you pushes you back out there and get back in the game, right? Absolutely. Until you screw up really bad, and then that's a different discussion. But well, yeah, there's, there's mistakes and there's crimes. Right? <laughs> that's, that's right. From, others, others can't. <laughs> that's fair. In your mind, what's the biggest business challenge or challenge that you have overcome, and how did you benefit from that challenge? So, in in business, one of the things that's most most difficult right now is it's it's tough to. Um, to articulate the return on investment of leadership development. Uh, You give somebody uh, your fees and they say, yeah, that's great. Or we can do it internally. So I think the way that, that I've overcome that from or trying to overcome that being brand new from a business perspective is to say that, you know, it's just try it. It's almost, it's a money back guarantee, right? If I come into your, your organization and it doesn't work, I'm more than happy to hand this check back to you uh, and say, okay, it didn't work. I learned some lessons but making people realize that I, while it's a job, I'm not in it for the paycheck, right? The government has given us a retirement that we can live off of. Um, it, it, so I think that's the, how we overcome it is getting people to trust that this is more than just a job and a paycheck. And this is truly my passion and my purpose. Uh, and if you're not satisfied, we'll walk away. You, you keep your money. Well, I think you hit a, a key point, and you've, you've talked about this a bunch. Everybody that follows John on LinkedIn knows this, big dog on LinkedIn. Trust is a huge deal for leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I ta- let's talk a little bit about how you discuss trust and what it means to you as a coach, as a leader, as a follower um, in your life and what you're doing with Roan Coaching and Consulting. 
Yeah, I think that trust is the foundation for any successful team, any successful leader. I I teach and and this isn't written anywhere, but I teach and espouse four different you know pillars for trust. And the first is credibility, which which I consider for a leader accountability. Um, second is you have to be authentic. You know, I will never be able to teach or lead or conduct a podcast like Snapper does. I just won't. But I can learn some lessons from you and apply that to the way I do it. Uh, next is making logical decisions. We've all worked for those leaders who come in and they make emotional decisions, whether they've had a bad day, whether they don't like it, it's, it's emotion. Um, and, and that never works. Uh, and then uh, the last one is leading with empathy. You know, we can't have experienced every single thing that we want that our, our followers have, <clears throat> the people that we're leading, but we can listen. We can make sure that we have a connection and they feel safe and that when we make a decision, they know, even if the decision doesn't go their way, that we've at least considered the impact on them of our decision. So that, that's how I focus it. Um, that's how I think the organizations can develop trust in what I, what I talk about. Well, I think you've given them a, a simple four-step process to build that, right? Um, right. with a path to success. Uh, and as you go out and promote that, it's going to be hugely successful. So I'm going to ask a little, I'm going to ask a little off branch question, which relates to this. How did peer advisory, how did, how did your peers influence your leadership style and, and was it helpful or hurtful? Um, both. It was helpful <laughs> and hurtful. Uh, but so here's my leadership style. I, I came in, you know, at the Academy, it's a leadership laboratory, right? We both played sports um, and we led a certain way on the team. That's nothing for us to start cussing and yelling at each other and grabbing people by the face mask and saying, you screwed up. Uh, I try to take, bring that philosophy uh, to the active duty Air Force, and it, that doesn't work <laughs> a whole lot. Uh, so you've got to be, you have to know your audience, you have to know your team. So um, one of my mentors and great friends was one of the guys that said, essentially, hey, dude, uh, people are going to follow you. Uh, you have something, but you're such a jerk that no one's going to want to. So you have to fix that. Um, before that and, and continuing, we had some friends who were kind of built like you and I, and they... I guess they they validated the the you know the hard butt the in your face type of leadership style, and so I had to find the balance while trying to remain authentic and, and keep the passion without being emotional, but at the same time realizing that 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 my job as a leader is if I don't connect with people and make them feel comfortable, it, my leadership style is not relevant to them, and so you have to adjust while maintaining authenticity. So my friends helped me keep that balance and try to keep the pendulum right in the middle. Nice. Yeah, football football was different. I mean, getting smacked in the head was a normal thing for us. Now they have changed the rules, big dog. They don't allow them to touch players anymore. So, you know, so, even now you you walk out to there's no there's no more of that, right? That's, yeah, Coach Johnson doesn't exist anymore. Oh, <laughs> you know, up downs to you puke. Right? That's right. Hey, it's good for you. It builds character. So, what is the thing that excites you most about your future and where you're headed right now in life, with your business and your life and everything else? Yeah, the opportunity. Um, so I'll do personally. Uh, personally, um, the freedom. You know, retirement has retirement in quotes has granted me the freedom to be able to pursue this. Um, and if it falls flat on its face, I realize I've got a support network at home that that you know they've all said we'll live in a cardboard box with you. I may have to may have to see if they really do mean that if this fails. But uh, I've got a support network at home. Um, I've got the opportunity and I think that uh, we've got something that, that works. So 
professionally, I'm excited about moving forward. I'm sorry, personally, I'm excited about the support we have. Professionally, uh, I'm excited about the responses that we're getting. Um, you know, the speaking schedule is full out through the summer. Um, we have a couple of longer term contracts, teaching um, courses at ACC, at Air Combat Command, teaching courses out at the um, United States Air Forces in Europe. So I think the excitement lies in that um, I feel like there's a gap that we've recognized and that we are contributing to bridging that gap, connecting leaders, developing leaders, um, deliberately developing leaders, as opposed to making it just a, hey, go to SOS or go to, you know, your your, your IDE at Air Command and Staff College. So that, that's the excitement professionally and uh, professionally and personally for me right now. Well, it sounds good. You got a, you got a direction, you got a path, you got a family that's supportive, which is important. And one thing for you, you don't fail until you stop getting up. Amen. So you, you get knocked down, you're going to get knocked down, pivot. I mean, it happens. Um, so wel- welcome to the fun of life on the, on the other side of the coin. Um, it's exciting. So it is fun. Last big question for you. What bold action are you going to take with your business in 2020? And I'll have a follow-up to this too, but what's the bold action you're going to take in 2020? So two things. One, I have a goal in 2020 of expanding this to the point that I can't do it by myself right now. Um, I've already taken on a buddy, not taken on, I started partnering with um, a buddy of mine from great friend from high school who's been in the movie production world. So we are we started the podcast. Um, there's a technical aspect to that podcast to help um, measure effectiveness. So he has brought on some of his friends. Uh, so we're joining uh, as a team. Secondly, I'm hoping to grow the speaking point to the to the point where I can start the speaking and program to the point where I can't do it by myself either. So bring on some friends, some people I've trusted, some people that have gone through the exact same things that I've gone through and have and have lived it. And then the last one is what I'm discovering as I go talk and do a speech for a day or two days that some people call back and say, hey, so what's next? The model is go talk. You do well. People are motivated for a week or two and then you walk away and then everybody forgets about it. So taking the two day speech and turning it into a year long syllabus and offering that syllabus, you know, maybe quarterly, everything that we've done in the Air Force, you have a deliberate training plan, building block approach, except for leadership. So I'm excited about offering the leadership syllabus, we call it leadership as a domain, that syllabus um, over a year or six months, whatever the, the, the Air Force or the military wants, and having a, a way to deliberately develop and repeat the program, some continuation training. So it's something that people are truly learning and truly internalizing uh, as they develop as leaders. Exciting. Exci- I mean, I, it's exciting. Um, we are, we are, you probably, I don't know if you know this or not, we're getting ready to launch our peer advisory groups here in Oklahoma City. Uh-huh. And we have an academic year-long training plan for businesses here locally. So it's it's exciting. It's fun. Um, I'll, I'd love to talk to you about that offline. But definitely, definitely there's some tools out there that will help you get there faster. Um, so exciting stuff for the world and the community. Here's my last question for you, and it's an important question because I think we both we both feel the same way about the future, right? We both have kids. Um, we both are dealing with stuff. What what can we do? What can the audience do to build better leaders in our households, right? How do how do we how do we, with your experience as a parent and as a leader in the military for 24 years? 
what is your biggest advice to families and people out there about how to develop future leaders in our country? Because it's it's tough, right? If you have kids in school, it's tough. Absolutely. Um, a quick statement, and then I'll answer your question. Um, we were developed, at least I was developed for my family, figured out how to connect with me and say, this is what's important. So to answer your question, I think that's what it is. You know, we, we hear a lot about Simon Sinek. What's your why? You know, start yep. with why. Um, I think to answer your question, a little different approach is start with who. One of the things that parents or leaders or business people and sales, I think, have a challenge with is figuring out the who. Who are you? What's your story? What makes you tick? So until I understand that, until I can connect with that, then it's impossible for me to devise any sort of plan that you are, that's going to resonate with you, that you're going to accept and internalize. One, because until I know you and you're comfortable that I care about you, it, it, it's not a psychologically safe environment. Uh, and number two, my technique that I use, if I don't know you, it may not work with you. You may not buy into it at all. So to answer your question, understanding who, making that connection, and even as a parent, man, it is tough these days to get your kid out of the phone, off of Snapchat, off of whatever, away from their friends, and to listen and truly understand the changes they're going through. So that's the answer to, I think, long answer to your short question is, is start with who. And once you understand who, the who, you can make the connection and figure out the what, the why, and, and the when. I love it. Start. That is profound. That's going to be the name of the podcast. So start with who. Awesome. Um, no, it, dude, that is amazing. And I, I love hearing your insight because there are people out there that need to hear that. Um, there are people out there that need to take the time to spend time with their coworkers, start with who, their family, their friends, their children. Um, that, that is amazing and intelligent feedback for everybody. So as always, you never cease to amaze me, big dog. I mean, it's <laughs> incredible stuff. So what's the last thing you want to leave the uh, bold leadership audience with today? Words of wisdom from big dog or something exciting going on? So uh, I, I'll do two things. One, um, and just find something you do that doesn't feel like work. And if you can live that, it's kind of cliche, but man, I will get, wake up most days very excited about, about doing this. Now, there are some entrepreneurial days, right? You're like, this is awesome. This is awesome. Man, this is a mistake. I shouldn't have done this. This is never going to work. This is awesome. This is awesome. Um, uh, and then lastly, it's just take care of each other. You know, in this world we grew up in, it was all about mutual support. And I find as I get to talk in industry, um, the world nowadays, and not just industry, but kids, it's all about, it's all about me. How do I look out for me? And I think that we are so much better served professionally, personally, if we just take care of each other and celebrate each other's successes. So um, I, I appreciate this venue. Speaking of celebrating successes, man, I, congratulations to you. And thanks for you, you to you allowing me to jump on your coattails and, and share the word via this medium. It's been I'm just going to watch you rise, man. As always, watch you rise, big dog. You're the man. Love it. Mutual support is probably the most important thing and biggest thing lost today in, in today's youth because we we are not doing a good job as parents. I'll put that on me, right, as a parent. Right. So we got to do a better job on that. Um, incredible words of wisdom from an incredible leader. Big dog, it was great having you on the podcast today. For that, this episode of Bold Leadership, we are out of here. Thanks for listening to the show. Our show notes can be found at www.exit.co. If you liked it as much as we think you did, be sure to go to iTunes and leave us a review. 